You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Are you interested in what it takes to get the attention of record labels, managers, and other industry professionals who can help your band grow? Let me, Mike Mowry, the CEO of Outerloop, guide this incredibly challenging journey for you. For the first time ever, I am opening up my extensive experience and knowledge base to aspiring musicians in an educational capacity. 60 Days to Signable is the course, which will run Wednesday evenings from April 19th to June 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Space is limited, and we expect this to sell out quickly. If you're serious about your bands or personal success, there is no time like the present. Visit outerloopcoaching.com slash sign up for all the information that you need. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the Managemental Podcast, a weekly discussion on hot topics in the music biz for the up-and-comers, the brand newbies, the beginners, and aspiring rock stars of tomorrow. Yes, the struggle is real, my friends, but let us help you uncover some of the mystery that is this challenging business of rock and roll. I'm your host, Mr. Blasco, and I am super pumped to be here with you all today. As always, I am joined by my good friend, the co-host from the other coast, a record label owner, fellow artist manager, and blabbermouth troll hunter, Mr. Mike Mowry. Thank you very much, Mr. Blasco. I think you should have put the PRP troll hunter since I'm not (laughs) sure if you caught that they snuck in and grabbed a little bit of our audio and uh, regarding Carnifex's potential appearance on the warp tour um this coming summer but i'm excited to dig into another fine episode we are recording on the international women's day so shout out to our fellow uh music business cohorts our respective wives and in some cases our employees and anybody else keep doing what you do in the last episode we dropped some hot legal tips on your asses and hopefully you didn't sleep on that episode because you think legal lingo is boring i mean it is but our episode wasn't this week we dig into publicity specifically when why and how to hire a music business publicist today's episode was inspired by an email written to us from a listener named wade He has some pain points on the subject of PR, so what two better dudes to break it down for you than us? This would be a killer one, so let's get mental. So Mike, episode 10, man. Wow, it's been fun so far, right? Absolutely, it's been a blast. And, you know, once again, to all the listeners out there in uh, podcast land, thank you for your support. This is a testament to sometimes you just gotta get going and get started. And I mentioned this a little bit on the other podcast uh, that I do, Omar's The Spot. We recorded an episode yesterday, and we're about the same age. They just turned 13, so I guess that's maybe a little bit the, the older brother, although we might be the wiser, younger brother. But consistency is the key. 
and you and I have figured out the way to connect uh, every week for this amount of time and really have the pleasure of walking through some of this great material. It's exciting for me because it's fun to revisit this stuff. I was going to say in an elementary capacity, but that's really not the right word, in just a introductory capacity in a lot of senses. So thank you for continuing to find amazing topics for us to cover, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And uh, now, in the case, giving us questions to run on. So we were recently contacted by a longtime listener, and I say long time, this is episode 10, but that's, you know, a couple months. So uh, a longtime listener, his name is Wade, and uh, he had some concerns regarding PR and publicists, and, you know, that's a subject we really haven't uh, covered much. And he um, specifically wanted to know when a good time to hire one and what they can do to further your career. So he writes, thank you for all the wonderful episodes you've put out. Well, you're welcome, Wade. My question is about finding good PR and when is the correct time for it? My band, insert band name here, is currently building a package to launch very soon. We all have a lot of experience, but this is the birth of this band. We just finished our EP built a website, set up an online shopping store, acquired thousands of followers across the big social media platforms without any audio, etc. Damn, who the hell is this Wade? I want to I want to <laughs> figure out who he is and what he's doing. Very very cool. I think the first thing that we should should state is PR. What does that even stand for? So PR, no matter what the industry, stands for public relations. Is that correct, Blasco? As far as I know, that's the uh, that's the assumption that I'm under. Yep. And so, you know, traditionally in the business, well, I shouldn't say traditionally, but I feel as if PR kind of comes in two shapes and sizes. One is if you are signed to a label, you know, or or have something in that regard, oftentimes they might have an in-house person who is working their projects. And on the flip side, even if you are signed to a label, but in this case, if you're not, such as the case of Wade, there are many, many, many independent publicists that are available for hire to do your quote-unquote public relations to help you figure out your strategy and work towards allowing you to get your whatever you're pushing in this case it sounds like music to the masses yeah i mean look the the job of a publicist right the general sense things like writing your bio Right, writing press releases for your album and or tours. It's the person that gets you in magazines like, uh, you know, Decibel and Kerrang and Revolver. It's it's the person that gets you on the blabbermouths and PRPs and lambgoats of the world. Right? Is that is that all fair assessment of uh, some job descriptions of a PR person? Absolutely, and. In the best cases, they are an integral member of the team, whether they are at the label if you happen to be signed or you have hired someone independently, and they work right alongside uh, the other members of the team to, yes, try to get you 
all of the things that you described is exposure. All of those magazines, all of those websites that feature music and give reviews, that is additional exposure for your artist. And exposure, of course, is one of the main things that we are here trying to help people do. We're trying to allow people some of the tool, you know, to understand some of the tools that it takes to break through and cut through all of the the noise that exists on this beautiful thing called the internet. I would also think that uh, separating the difference of an in-house record label publicist that uh, generally comes along with the territory of a record deal versus a uh, third-party publicist, someone that is not associated with the record label, maybe a primary difference is a record label publicist is really engaged with you at a time that your album is coming out. So in leading up to the release and maybe some some time after it, but they're really mostly engaged with the album setup. Whereas a, a, a third party publicist is someone that you can hire really at any time. And my best suggestion when, when doing that is to really have like a hit list of things that you would like them to accomplish that way best to manage expectations because you don't just want to sort of randomly hire a publicist and then just hope that they get you on the covers of magazines and stuff. I think it's best in those kind of situations that you're paying someone on a monthly retainer that you have a real set list that you want them to accomplish and that way that you can see that they're whenever they're reporting to you on a weekly basis that they've reached out to publications x y and z and and you know what i mean so you can kind of track what's happening definitely and you and i could riff back and forth on this one all day and and again i don't you know i've watched plenty of in-house publicists that labels really do a fantastic job not only with the setup but then when bands go on tour targeting things like regional press and regional blogs and you know at outer loop uh, on the record label side we have a set of great publicists on retainer and oftentimes i'm spitballing ideas at them trying to get people to come out and cover not not only from a journalistic standpoint, but also photographic or video standpoint. And they are integral in that because they've got a lot of those regional relationships. So like anything in the business, you know, you kind of get what you pay for and the relationship is what you can do to maximize it. And the world of public relations firms is a vast one. There are very many. And you know, I'm excited to kind of help Wade and all of you other listeners cut through and see what it takes to make a an educated decision on who you should work with and when you might work with them. Yeah. And uh, anyway, our good friend Wade, he goes on with a few questions. Number one, now that we have all our ducks in a row, is now a good time to cultivate a PR relationship? And and then just to recap too, it's like basically they've they've got a band together, they've put up their web store, they've they've built their website, you know, they've got their they've got their band name, but there's really no audio out there in in the world yet, right? There's no, there's no touring, there's no there's no record label. So what what's your thought on? He's got the foundation built is now a good time to cultivate a PR relationship? I would say most likely yes. 
it's great. You have a package that you are very proud of, I'm presuming, and you are looking to get exposure. That is what the publicist can and should help you do. Now, if you have a bunch of these relationships that already exist, you might be able to do some of this stuff on your own, but I'm guessing that you don't, which is why you're considering hiring a publicist. So I would say, yes, now is the time to find the right person with the right strategy that mirrors what you want to do, what your clear-cut goals are, and see if you can hire them on and they can help you. What, what are your thoughts? I kind of want to generalize so that everyone gets something out of this, but if I'm reading between the lines, this is maybe a collection of dudes that have been around for a minute. So there's maybe some other recognizable band names associated with this project. In that case, there is somewhat of a story there, right? To to where you've got like, oh, band members from X, Y, and Z bands have teamed up and created this new band. So there's a story there for a publicist to to sell. Now, generally speaking, if, if you're brand new and you've got your EP out there and you want to hire a publicist, Once again, my best suggestion is to work with that person and realistically lay out a plan of what you're going to target. If there's no basis of a story, meaning that, you know, you're not coming from recognizable bands or it's not a super group or, 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 you know, you're not the Phoenix rising from the ashes of a recently dismantled band. If it's just a brand new project, you really want to manage the expectations and work with that person and, and sort of target exactly what it is that you want to accomplish. Because it's like, you're not going to get in like a feature in like, you know, revolver, like right away. You're going to have to kind of go slow with that. Yeah. I mean, these are all great points. I mean, what's funny is I actually just spent a little bit of time searching for publicists for two different projects. And because each of them was a little bit outside of the really heavy space that I feel like I've got a really great grasp on who works, I had to cast my net a little bit wider. And I asked a number of managers who I know who work, you know, the the spectrum of genres. And I would say resoundingly, I got a lot of, I felt negative connotations towards independent PR firms. And I'm curious, you know, sort of why that is. I I have some ideas and I don't know if it'd be worth talking about that now or maybe we save that for another time. But it was just, it was kind of interesting to me. I think we get into that right now in response to his second question, which is, we haven't played any shows. Will this stop a PR from being interested in us? That's a challenge. I mean, I would say that's a case-by-case basis. It depends who the publicity company is and, like you said, what other things to you have going on. If you haven't played any shows, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think the question would be, are you going to play any shows because you're going to hire somebody on and they're working towards the future with you? And where does shows already fit in? Existing shows fits into your story. And as you're assuming, which I think is okay to do, there is some history amongst the members of of this band so i don't think not playing shows is going to hurt them what do you think there well i i kind of wanted to riff a little bit on potentially why you're getting some uh, negative feedback and i think this might be one thing to point out is that it's not going to hinder someone from working with you and potentially 
that may be part of the problem in that there's a lot of aspects of this business that are like this, but publicity is specifically one of them that they will gladly take your money if you have it. And that may not be a good thing for you as an artist because you, you may think that you're getting something out of that situation when really if you're not managing your expectations carefully, you're really going to get taken for a ride. And then two, conversely, the publicists that do take on just about anything, that tends to hinder their ability to really focus on their main clients because they're so overworked and they're just throwing like these little things to like an intern or something. And I think that that really dings the credibility of a legit publicist. And maybe that's something of the where the, the origin of the feedback that you're getting is coming from. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I can understand why people think that people will just gladly take your money because I think if you and I were in a position where we could gladly just take somebody's money, maybe we would do it too, but we're not in that position so we don't have to we don't have to publicly comment <laughs> as to whether or not we would do it. But you're right. And that's why the best publicists that I have found are ones who are they they get in there. They want to know your story. They want to know about you. They're going to figure out what way can they utilize what you've already assembled to pitch you in a way that they're not pitching any other band. If you've got somebody that, and, and so we haven't stated it clearly yet, but most publicists, and in fact, all the publicists that I'm aware of, take you on for a monthly retainer. That value can range widely from the three digits to somewhere in the even five digits, which would be at the extremely high spectrum. Anybody that we're talking about is probably right in the, in you know, whatever. I don't want to give away people's rates because, uh, unless you think that that would be helpful to people, but. Yeah, I think, I think that, you know, I mean, you're looking at like in some cases, if you're looking at someone cool that knows that you're a brand new band, you know couple hundred and uh, maybe that upwards of 1500 you know depending on the growth exactly and so you know the question is and most of them are going to want a minimum of a three-month commitment which makes sense if you're not willing to give somebody a three-month commitment i mean things take time you know even on the managerial side which we can you know we can step aside and talk about this you know i've learned over the years that i'm not going to make a massive difference in a band's career probably within the first six months if not year things just take time things are worked on so far in advance and so with a publicist You've got to be able to give them a little bit of time. And in that case as well, you want to hire them with enough lead time where they can assemble this information, where they can build this story, where they can get creative with you. And as I said, you know, the people that I've hired for Outer Loop, I'd used them plenty of times before. And what I really liked, you know, what made them the clear cut choice for me was one, they were affordable. You know, it wasn't anything that was going to break my budget. And two, I know because I've seen they get in there and they are the ones, they're coming to me with ideas. I'm not the one that's just saying, hey, you know, what are you developing for the artists themselves? Yeah. His uh, third question, should we release this EP, play some shows, build more of a following, record our next EP in a few months, and then pursue PR for our second release? I mean, you know, this is, I guess I would say there's no time like the present, my friend. Everything that you and I are going to tell people to do is all about building up, laying your foundation. And so the question is, you know, if you hired a PR team now, 
could they help you lay a little bit better of a foundation so you could, you know, use PR on your second release? You know, there's, we live in the beautiful time where if you've got something great and you get it out on the internet and people find it, it'll appear on blogs, it'll appear in playlists, it will appear places that you never thought that it would, and you can get that stuff without publicity. That said, you know, if you've got all that stuff anyways, and you've got a great publicist that can help grease those wheels, you know, the idea here is they're cultivating those relationships. Blasco, you and I both have relationships with all of the publications that you've mentioned already on the podcast, including alternative press and plenty of others, but it's not really the most effective use of your and my time to take our artists and go pitch them for premieres or features or even just mentions. Like we could do it, but it's not really the most effective use of our time because we've got to be strategizing everything else. What is your take here? It's a case by case basis. You know, there's things early on that maybe a publicist can help with, like, you know, writing some copy, um, doing, uh, you know, writing your bio. You know, there's some things, you know, the press release for the EP that you've got coming out. In some instances, this is just an idea, but in some instances, you'll, you know, you'll get a publicist that even though they're on a monthly retainer, they'll come at you with this cockamamie idea that they have to be hired at like a three month minimum because it takes X amount of time to build something, right? And potentially, if, if that's the case, maybe there's some negotiation there where you can go, look, I've got an EP coming out. We haven't really done any shows yet. Maybe we can split that up to where maybe you can, you know, provide us a month worth of work now and we we do some basics. We we set our parameters of what we're trying to accomplish on this first EP. Uh, we do that and then we come back at you for the the second obligated, you know, two months or, or what have you. And we do that for the follow-up EP. Once we've got the shows under our belt and once we've sort of established ourselves a little bit further, built more of a story, maybe there's a little bit more to work with there. But overall, I would say the smartest thing to do, and I'm reiterating this for like the third time, but really sit down with the person, the publicist in question and really sit down with them and manage your expectations. Make a plan for the kind of things that you'd like to see and make them be honest with you of what's what they can realistically accomplish. And make sure that you're getting a weekly report of their progress in terms of who they've contacted, what those responses have been, and what they're knocking down for you. And um, that's really my general sort of answer to that. Yeah, and I think, you know... If- If you listen to our past episodes and if you continue to tune in for our future ones, you're going to find these sort of same themes that go across any and all members of the team. You know, no one in this business is going to guarantee results. As a what I consider to be two great managers on, you know, the air with you here, we are only as good as the material that is provided to us. And and that said, I got to put a little asterisk there. We're only as good as the material provided to us that the public is paying attention to and likes. You know, we you and I could have a band that's fantastic that, you know, is is critically acclaimed, but if the public isn't caring and paying attention, there's only so much that we can do. But like with publicists, I get a lot of young people that come to me or, you know, people starting out saying, well, can they guarantee this, this, and this? And that's just usually not possible. What you have to do in most cases is 
ask for a list of references. That might be bands that they've worked with in the past, and a lot of publicists put up their current roster, and they might have alumni up there. But you may also want to ask, you know, for the main contact in that band. Hey, I'd like to reach out to them and and see what that experience was. With anything in this business, you know, just as, I mean, think about if you were going to go get your car repaired. You don't just pick, you know, the person with the shiniest ad or even the people with the, you know, the best list of cars. You want to pick somebody that's going to do the things that you want in servicing your car. They're going to be, they're going to be mindful of your budget. They're going to you know, be great at customer service and they're going to have a knack for great repairs. If you got repaired this week and you're back in the shop next week, that's not good. So the same with publicists, you know, you can and should be able to find somebody that suits you. And, you know, you can do that by asking people who have worked with them. I would say narrow your choices down to three firms or people at firms and then get recommendations Spend the time up front to educate yourself, make sure that you're in the right place, and then you'll feel like your money was was very well spent. Yep. He concludes, thank you for your time, and I hope these are good questions for an episode. Cheers, your friend Wade. And so I would like to add, yes, they were good questions for an episode because we just made one. And my point here is... Keep them coming, people. Mike and I can sit here and sort of guess the kind of topics that you wanted to get us into, but it's really helpful whenever you hit us up like Wade did and provided a series of questions that we were able to build an episode on. Yeah, and right now, you know, if if you're out there listening and you haven't listened to our previous episodes, please feel free to do so. And the reason that I say that is currently in our first 10 episodes, we're painting with a pretty wide paintbrush. You know, we're going at topics from the macro level. There are some specifics in here, but not, you know, super specifics. And so as we continue on, those are some of the things that we are going to want to target. Maybe we won't do a full episode of it. This one lended itself nicely because this was a topic that needs some broad attention that we hadn't covered yet. But we want to get down. We want to get into the nitty gritty. We are doing this for you guys because we care. We both are very passionate about the knowledge that we've accumulated only through experience. Believe me, Wade, when I was first starting out, I had a lot of these same questions. But I'll conclude to say that when I've picked up artists and, and, you know, I do a lot of artist development and if I'm the first person on board before a label is on board and I've facilitated a lot of self-releases for bands, I always encourage them to find a publicist. And thankfully, I'm on board and can help them do that. I've sifted through what I consider to be the scam artists, the people that are just taking your money and not really doing much, to the people who there are two handfuls of them that will dedicate themselves to your project if they really like the music. And that is an integral part of a rollout strategy for a release. So that's my little end quip here. Love it. Well, thanks to everyone for tuning in. We will be back here next week. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blasco1313. We encourage you to email us any questions or comments you may have for the podcast to me directly at askblasco at gmail.com. 
Because, hey, people, we do the show for you. Consider it a tool for understanding this ever-so-challenging and confusing business of music. If you have listened this far, much respect to you for making efforts to educate yourselves and taking your future into your own hands. Mike, any final parting thoughts? I just wanted to say, here we are at episode 10, and I've been pitching in every episode that you can go to outerloopcoaching.com and download my free ebook, A Music Management Primer, The Business of Being an Artist. And now is time to act on this because my first coaching product, if you will, or class is up for sale. And we will include a link in the show notes. It is going to run the middle of April into the beginning of June, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. We're going to hold like a online classroom type engagement, and I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to get into a lot of the topics that we've covered here, strictly towards making sure that you've got everything in line to getting your band signable. You'll be able to get a lot of one-on-one attention from me outside of the classes themselves and I'm greatly looking forward to it so please visit outerloopcoaching.com you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Loop. and lastly if you made it this far please head on over to the iTunes store to rate and review this show as well as go to jabberjawmedia.com for more shows like this. We just added five new shows yesterday. So head on over there and check it out. Yeah, loving this, Blasco. Thanks again for continuing to find great topics for you and I to, to spend some time on. Thanks, everybody. Peace. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Mods to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.